0: It's so funny to me how many guys are listening though. I know. So shout out to the guys, we appreciate it. And here's a little—it's a little tiny window into <laughs> into yes. our souls. We're here to help.
1: <laughs> we are here to help.
0: Okay, let's get started, Cal. Let's do this.
1: Welcome to the Cultivate Podcast. Together, we're
0: cultivating real conversation, real community, real lives. Join Tammy Brown and Melody Workman of Sandals Church as they discuss real
1: issues and empower women to cultivate truth, live out their faith, and connect with a community of kindness. Hey, friends, <laughs> welcome to the Cultivate Podcast. We are so excited that you're here, that you're back. Um, I first want to say a huge thank you. We've gotten so much feedback from the last episode on friendship. Oh, yeah. And man, we'll have more of that goodness coming to you at a later date, because there was just a lot of stuff to unpack from that one, I think.
0: Yeah, that was a great, it was a great conversation.
1: Yeah. And it felt like such a, an honest to God, real conversation that we would just be sitting there having with each other about Mm -hmm. life and what we've been through. And so we were, we loved bringing you guys into that. And I really have loved what you've shared. I've even loved the photos that you've sent in of you hanging out with a friend and going back to talk about, this is the person who really embodies what a, a real friend is to you we've loved like seeing those posts and stuff
0: and even <clears throat> excuse me just like the resharing it which is huge which is so great so thank you to everybody that shares it on your social media because that helps more women get exposed to it and the point of all of this this is to help us all grow yeah and to be better versions of ourself, healthier versions. And so um, we're just, th- that was a really great. And this this one in particular, so many people said, I can't believe you talked about, like, yeah. for me in particular, people were saying to me, I can't believe you talked about struggling, like that you were real about mm-hmm. having to decide to not be jealous with Mel. And I'm like, we all have to decide that. Yeah, for sure. I, I mean, like dozen plus people have that can contact me said that. So that was interesting. I'm like, it's a real choice. We make all the time to celebrate or to be jealous yeah, and envious and competitive. And yeah,
1: yeah I think so. there's so much more we can get into with that. So we're excited to, we'll put another episode together to kind of talk about that. But speaking of things that are unfriendly and unkind, I know that a lot of you guys, you're, a lot of you sent your kids back to school the past couple of weeks. Hope that that's been a a stress relief for you not for the teachers (laughs) back to school is so
0: bittersweet because i can't wait for summer like i just want to sleep in and and have a break from the routine but by the time we get back to school i'm ready for the routine yes like i need us to have a normal rhythm to life a normal like yeah week that goes by and so it's it's i'm happy to be back
1: Um, my baby
0: boy is so big though (laughs)
1: <laughs> I had a sophomore and two seventh graders this year and I gotta say my middle schoolers are not as excited as they were when they went to elementary. But um this past middle school, week dude.
0: middle, middle school, school is the
1: black hole of parents. Prayers for me, please. I got two years of this. But um something really interesting happened. Actually talking about our last podcast and friendship and what that looks like. Um They reconnected with their old friends from elementary when they got to middle school. And so I think lunch is just that, that place. Like I can even see it in my mind's eye and I get all the nervous, angsty feelings inside because you're at a new school, you walk out with your lunch and you look out and it's that whole, where am I going to sit? Like, where am I going to go? It's the worst. It's the worst. Yeah. Well, uh, my daughter had a situation where she had to leave lunch to go get her PE clothes. And before she left, she was with her friends and they all decided that they were going to get slushies. In fact, one friend said, I'm going to buy slushies for everybody, which is the new cool middle, middle school thing that we have slushies. Mm. So she was so amped. She went and got her PE clothes, came back and sat down. And a friend said, hey, just you can sit here. We'll go wait in line since you just ran back from getting your PE clothes, which she thought, awesome, sweet. So they all came back from staying in line for slushies and they all had a slushie, but not an extra for her and she was like hey like wh- okay. what happened to my slushy and the friend said "Well, oh, i ran out of money and so Addison's just sitting there like crushed and she's telling me the story and i'm like you know what pick friends who are better in math okay let's just start there you don't <laughs> offer to
0: buy everybody a slushy without
1: counting that change fool <laughs> <laughs> anyway so she was like it really hurt my feelings like i really like they were sitting there talking about how good they were, and I didn't have one, and I didn't have any you money. Didn't even offered her like a bike. Uh, right. Now. Come yeah. on now. I was ready to show up at that school with a train to a Frappuccino and be <laughs> like, you know what? Take your little Dixie cup slushy <laughs> somewhere else because you know what? Oh gosh, God Schmell. still needs to do a work in my heart. Anyway, it resurfaced this whole idea of why kindness matters. Mm-hmm. It resurfaced a whole conversation with her about that was unkind. And even if it was unintentional, which I think that it was, the way that it affected her, she felt intentionally hurt. Even sometimes our unintentional things that we say or do or don't say or don't do intentionally hurt people that we don't want to. And so even as I was debriefing this situation with you, it came up again. This is why kindness matters. This is why Mm -hmm. this is what we talk about all the time. This is why it's not a message that we say once and we go, okay, got it and walk away from we continue in many different ways, through messages, through projects, through podcasts, through posts, through messages, we continue talking about this vision of kindness.
0: Yeah, it. that's the thing is that, like I was saying, when I say it's a choice for me to not be competitive or whatever, kindness is a choice. It's a choice we have to make. And that's what's so funny to me of it's a hard choice to make all the time. Yeah, And there's a difference between being nice and being kind. We have to cultivate it. It has to be something we're constantly working into who we are or asking. Because, I mean, the reality is, like, relationships, people, it can be hard. It can be messy. Sometimes it doesn't jive. It's not like everybody has to be besties and that's not realistic. But at the same time saying, okay, what does kindness look like? So that's like on a a surface level, but a deeper level is... Why as Christians, why as Christian women, does kindness matter so much? And I say this every time it's because kindness is what builds our credibility. Yeah. When we have credibility with people, they believe there's a difference in our life. And what is that difference? It opens, it's a gateway to be able to share the gospel with people about the saving love and kindness of God Mm -hmm. to tell them about Jesus. So kindness matters so much. Um, but especially for for people who call themselves believers because nobody cares what we have to say when we're unkind. Mm-hmm. We we lose all credibility. And so I just, you know, I I I'm so I'm constantly so taken back at how people are so attracted to this vision that mm-hmm. is very simple, but yet so hard and complicated and deep and there's so much more to it at at our gathering our cultivate gathering at the beginning of the year you actually talked about um this idea of you know the reason that we share the gospel of women coming together and you use the idea of um when when we come to church, everything's already set. Mm-hmm. Everything's already done. Can you tell, uh, like the table is set for them mm-hmm. and you put a challenge out there for women to set the table. Can you tell us, can you recap that a little bit for anyone who's was listening yeah. that wasn't there or people like me that I was like, if it wasn't yesterday, I don't remember it. <laughs>
1: Samesies, welcome to 40s. Um, well, when we made so many shifts to what 2019 was gonna look like for Cultivate, you and I, our hearts were so connected in this idea that community is what matters and and people connecting with God, women connecting with God and connecting with each other mm-hmm. is where life change happens. It's where spiritual transformation happens. And it's a shift for a lot of American Christians because we have, um, I think that the American church is full of like consumers. In other words, people will show up week after week to consume the spread that's been set for them. So there's a parking attendant who shows you to your space. You have children. You walk up to the kids programming and you drop them off because there's workers there. You walk mm-hmm. into the room where the, the service is going to take place. And there's a worship team there. There's a production team there. There's an usher who's going to show you. All you have to do is show up and sing or sit down, stand up, mm-hmm. all of those things. Everything's been set for you. And then you essentially get to just leave. And those people continue setting that experience up for the next person. Um, And the danger with that mindset or the danger with just being with that being your primary role is that you lose lose sense of how you're investing yourself into the movement of God. Like, Mm -hmm. how are you a part of what God's doing? How are you saying to God, I want to be a part of of this movement. I wanna be a part of attracting people to the gospel. I've got something to give. So the analogy was essentially every week, American Christians walk. And the reason why I say American is because if you visit a third world country or you visit a country that's not like America, those those Christians have a completely different mindset and the mm-hmm. experience is completely different. There's not much for them to consume essentially. Mm-hmm. Um, but when you essentially walk into an American church, you you walk into a table that's been set. And you essentially pull your chair out and enjoy the meal and get up and walk away. And what we were saying this year that we really wanted to see the women of Cultivate do was we wanted to see them step out and set the table for someone else. Mm -hmm. So what would that look like? What would it look like for you to open your home, to start a group, uh, to connect with a woman that you know at your PTA or in the classroom or at your job or in, in your, you know, wherever that is. What would it look like for you To step out and set the table, create an experience for someone else. That was the challenge. And
0: that night, you know, what we really called women to um, was to get in community. Yeah. To host groups, to have groups, to create the experience that we'd been creating, the table we'd been setting here on campus. And I just want to take a second and like think. I mean, we have a hundred something women that have said yes to groups. We have 200 something that are helping lead those groups. So thank you to everybody who does that because it's risky and it's scary. Have people you don't know to come into my home or also to go somewhere you don't know. Mm -hmm. Um, But the stories coming in about how that's gone. So that people getting into community has been so encouraging this year. Amazing. It's been one of the best things, but one of the things that has been such a blessing, but also created. And let's say opportunity. I don't want to use the word challenge. Opportunity for us is that women, not over, not only just in Riverside, but in California and the United States are reaching out, have reached out to us. How can we be a Cultivate? How can we start? We have Cultivate groups in a handful of other states. Like, how can we be a part of what Cultivate's doing? Mm-hmm. And it has forced us to think of and try to think of creative ways to gather women together who love the vision, want to be a part of it, want to be a part of what God's doing through it. So we've had to really think about what that can look like or would look like, or how can women in different states do what we're doing? Because you know, we were at a time and a season where it's like, everybody just drive to to yeah. our Hunter Park campus and we'll do something there. Well, now it's too far for everybody who's a part of what we're doing to just drive. And so Melody and I, with that same idea of setting the table, um, have had to think about like, how can we expand this? How can we set a table? How can we make a way for women to get together to help spur each other on in good works to build um, Practice kindness with one another. People who are like, yes, you believe in that. I believe in that. Yes, I believe kindness gives us credibility to be able to share the gospel. And it actually reminded me of something I wanted to do when we started Cultivate. Hmm. And we didn't have the time or I didn't have the support or the resources to do it. Um, And we're going to do that. Now. And so, what we want to talk with you guys about, um, everyone listening today, is something that we're going to launch and cultivate. It's not replacing programming, it's just kind of a little detour, really, a way for women anywhere, mm. whether they're in California or Florida or London um, or Australia or anywhere on the planet really, yeah, can be a part of what we're doing here. And so this fall, what we're gonna be launching is what we're calling Kind Tables. And these are one night events that we're asking women to host um, in your home. It's different than hosting a community group. Like we originally were like, we're gonna bring pe- women together in community. But this is this is a, an addition to that. It's
1: just a little a little different spin on that. Do you want to talk about that? Yeah. I, first I want to say how excited I am. I remember when you called me and said, "Hey, I have this idea." Um, and we do that a lot like, "Hey, I have this idea." <laughs> and I really love love loved the idea. And what's awesome is when we did that event back in March and we did the message on setting the table, Mhm. This isn't something we yeah, had even we talked hadn't about. Even thought about it. Yeah, it just, that's
0: just God's goodness. He He just works.
1: Yeah, in yeah. that kind of weird way. Um, but here, here's what I love about this, and then we'll get into the logistics and kind of give you guys all the all the details that you could ever need. But what I love about this, and this is something that we've talked about for so long, is that we all know women who we are connected with or can be connected with, have a conversation with who might never ever walk into the doors of a campus, one of our campuses, mm-hmm. no matter how great we tell them the experience is? people have been so wounded by the church or people and people's family members have been so wounded by the church. And some people or feel people like- Or people have been wounded by people and yeah, the church is a lot of people. Yes. They're skeptical, they're cynical, they're busy, all of the reasons- They're overwhelmed. Why. Yeah. They're afraid. So to show mm-hmm. up at something like that can feel- completely just, I, that's way out of my comfort zone. Mm -hmm. So when you started describing this idea of kind tables, for me, it was another example of what we've tried to create this year, which is cultivate without boundaries. Mm -hmm. We're removing barriers and obstacles for women to experience something that's built on kindness. And it's another inroad Mm -hmm. to building a connection, establishing a connection actually moves them closer to experiencing jesus Mm -hmm. coming to church joining a group um so there's just so many benefits to doing something like this so the idea is that we're going to host these kind tables all over everywhere anybody who wants to Mm -hmm. but i know that for some of you who are like me when you hear hosting something at your house you might get a little diarrhea because that's what i get (laughs) Essentially, oh my gosh. you guys well, know, I that's this. I the want someone thing. to
0: go back and listen to every podcast and see if you mention diarrhea and everyone because
1: I think you do. I might. <laughs> and the one time I was going to give a message in Coldfield, I was like, I'm not using any bathroom words. A woman threatened to leave. She's like, I want you to, like, I'm just used to them. <laughs> so, but I it can feel it's an awesome idea, but then it can feel like, how am I even going to do that? What's beautiful about this is that you have really laid all of those logistics out so that there's no barrier, there's no obstacle for any woman in any situation mm-hmm. to do this. And again,
0: this this is a way for us to be united in this vision yeah. of why kindness matters, whether you're local. And, and I'm going to say whether or not you're even a part of Sandals Church. Mm. Like this is for women who believe that kindness matters, that it changes lives, um, that it gives us credibility to share the gospel, which is what we're all called to do. Mm -hmm. And so we have spent and labored over how can we help set this up so that anyone, we say cultivate is for every woman, so that any woman anywhere can participate in this. Um, And it it doesn't have to look the same. It doesn't have to be um, done exactly the same. So we've outlined, hey, it might look like this. And we'll, we'll get into this in a minute, but it could look like this because the idea is just to be together, and and be women together. Like yeah. women have such an incredible way that we connect. we're We're social for the most part. Even if you're five on the Enneagram and you're less social, you still have a need for women in your life, for yeah. other people for friendship, for community in your life. No one is exempt from this call to community. and and just it's it's just an incredible way that God shapes each of us shows his love through one another, to one another. I mean, how many one anothering is there in the Bible? It's all over the place. And so um, these tables are just gonna be um, setting the table for kindness to happen. Mm -hmm. And I know that it can happen because here's what I watch happen all over social media and in just friends' lives. Women do girls' nights. Mm -hmm. They do it in all kinds of different ways. But we're gonna ask you to do a girls' night essentially in the name of Jesus and we're mm-hmm. calling these kind tables. And so um what we're going to really ask you to do I mean do you want to just yeah, go so ahead and let's
1: get into it? Tell us like what like walk us through the actual the logistics of the what what the night is going to look like and then what you're asking women to do to actually put it on. Okay, so these
0: my vision for these nights is really just that um it, it can be a couple different ways. The first the first thing that we're asking is we're asking every Cultivate group, which there's 200 yes. or something-ish, um, to invite the women in their group over for a night that's a little bit more than maybe it might normally be. Mm-hmm. It's a dinner. We're asking them to ask women over for dinner. Um, We're also going to make a way, we're asking the women, like if you attend Sandals Church and you're just in a small group, like I'm in a mixed group with married couples, single people, um, that night I'm going to gather the women in my group and have them over for dinner at my house. Mm. Um, Maybe you're not in a group at Sandals Church. You know women. You, You know your neighbor, your coworker, grab your your little squad or tribe, whatever word you're using for this, have them over and put on a nice dinner for them. Mm-hmm. And, or no matter where you are, whether you're in Sandals Church or not, grab your people for, for this one night. This isn't a commitment to, I'm going to be indefinitely in a, in this group, in this meeting. It's not an every Friday night. It's one night together where you're put, putting a table together. And so um, what that will look like is literally... Putting on dinner for your friends. Now, could you detour from that? Sure. Could you say we're going to do brunch or breakfast um, or whatever? Yeah. But for this first one, we are asking that people do dinner together. Now, what that will logistically look like is let's say for me, I could have eight whatever women over at my house, my group over. I could set the table. I can cook the dinner. It's fine. I can do all of
1: that. Yeah, That's great. I can't. That's a way to do it. Right.
0: I would love it. My table's going to be so good.
1: Um, (gasps) We wait on an invitation to that. You know, but we
0: we do this for our family. Mm -hmm. We do it for birthday parties, for our best friend. We do this kind of thing. We're going to do this for just the important women in our life. And so, or, you know, a table could look like, okay, you guys, I'm going to set the table and Everybody bring an appetizer
1: and we're going to do an appetizer dinner. That's how mine would go.
0: Yeah. Yeah. It can be like that. Or it can be, I'll handle all the logistics if everybody could pitch in 10 bucks Mm -hmm. to help cover the cost. Yeah. There's so many different ways that that part can be worked out that whoever the host is can just figure out. Yeah. This is not meant to exhaust somebody financially. Yeah. This is something we can do together. So
1: the dinner can look all kinds of different ways. Absolutely. Yeah. It's and it's can like also, you have to it can or... also look
0: like this, like say that I'm the the group host, which I am for my group, but maybe my house isn't conducive for it, but yours is like, can you host it and I'll bring the food? Mm-hmm. Like you can work those sort of details out, but the idea is you're putting on a dinner, you're putting on a kind table for the important and valuable women in your life. Yeah. And so um, we have it, everything mapped out for you. Um we have a team that's created a website that not only has the, the, the what, the who, the when, the how, the why, all the details, but it also has, um, printable material for use. We have created an invitation for you to send out that like a PDF that you can print out name cards. We we've created the agenda for the night. We've created place cards. If, if you so want these things, mm-hmm. um, it it is so mapped out for you. What what you have to do as a host is just be an ambas, ambassador of kindness. Love it, you know. And for the for the women who are already in groups, host a group, a cultivate group, a samples group. Um, you know, you have have for now a group of women already in a regular rhythm of meeting together to invite. But for any other person, this is such a cool way to say, like as an outreach of like, hey, come over to my house
1: this night. We're just, we're literally just going to get together and eat. Yeah. And have a good time together. So what does it look like then? If we we don't, we know it's going to be in the evening. We're going to have dinner. So once the women show up, I know that sometimes whenever we say host or lead, women can get like, ooh, like, that's not me, mm-hmm. but walk us through like the agenda for the night. Like what, what are we going to give women to actually host this and facilitate it?
0: Well, for, let me, let me, I'm going to bridge this really quick. So for women that are already in groups, these are not strangers to you. So yeah. having them in your home is, is not necessarily going to be that weird, mm-hmm. right? They're either in your home, or you have a relationship, you know it's there's a safety there. For women that we're asking to just hey host a kind table on this night to be a part of this movement that we're doing, you're going to be inviting people that you know. Yeah. So we're not we're not saying, hey, just open your home to any kind of a deal, you know, a stranger from anywhere, like. These are going to be your people mm-hmm. that that you go once they get there and the table is set. You you've you've figured out the food. You've made the plan. You've done the invite to them. They know the time. They know the night. They know all of that. We have a complete agenda on the website for you guys, which will basically look like everybody shows up and starts talking. Mm-hmm. We're gonna pro- we have provided for you guys. Um, some like icebreaker conversation starters. yeah. And then um, Melody and I are actually going to do a, a quick little video for you guys to watch, like a 10-ish minute video, just about the value of women and kindness. Mm-hmm. And um, you can watch, uh, watch that and then just kind of everyone talk. Women have no problem yeah. talking for <laughs> the most part about what you think. This isn't a night where you're gonna be sharing the gospel and trying to convert every person in your group. But it is a night where you can invite your friend from work who maybe wouldn't wanna go to church or to a big cultivator event, because that's weird, mm-hmm. to just come meet the people in your world and just be human together. Yeah. You know what I mean? It's yeah. just like like a, a night of just like this kind, humankind kind of a night of being together um, it, it doesn't have to be overly spiritual. Now, if it's already a, a sandals group or a cultivate group, that everybody is probably on some level of spirituality together, um, knows God, believes in God. That's going to be a different. If if you aren't one of those uh, in that category and you're just a woman, this is such an incredible opportunity for you to just. It's like it's like a baby step, like a, a crack in the door of like, hey come be a part of this night and see that it's, everyone's not weird. Mm-hmm. I mean, somebody might be weird if you don't know who that is. Matt always says it's probably you, but um, <laughs> but you know what I'm saying of just like, hey, look at what community looks like. It's like a peek, a right. peek into
1: what community looks like. And here's what's beautiful about this is we walk into church or we walk into another setting and you know, especially in church we we're looking at the back of someone's head essentially for an hour, hour, and fifteen minutes, and they may turn around and say, "Um, hey, how are you?" And you say "Good," and we smile and we walk away and mm-hmm. that's the, that's as deep as it gets. But as soon as you invite people to a table around a meal, and I mean this is what Jesus did, like this is what Jesus did with his disciples uh, right
0: absolutely. We're not making this up right we're We're copying, mimicking,
1: yeah. The early church obviously did this too. And it just is a great place to really help women um, relax, feel comfortable, um, enjoy a meal, share some things. When we hosted one at your house for our ministry team, you Mm -hmm. know, a month or so ago, the Icebreakers, there was within the first 15 to 20 minutes, there was a mixture of laughter and a little tears because we talked about experiences and and everyone had one to share. Mm -hmm. And it just kind of, again, it just dropped the barrier, dropped the obstacle, dropped the facade, Mm -hmm. and um, some real conversation ensued, which the potential for this is actually really incredible.
0: Well, it is because even though we might have such different background, different personality, different um, lives, there's such a commonality between women of empathy or experience unkindness or a, a, a desire to find love and belonging, mm. you know, and, and this is just an incredible opportunity to make that happen to say, here's what I'm about, yeah. you know, and it's not just like, like a normal small group might look something like everybody comes in, everyone's already eaten, we're just, you know having coffee around our couches or something like this is literally setting the table, breaking bread together. Mm -hmm. Now for Christians, I'm not saying literally do the Lord's supper. In fact, I don't encourage that unless you, everyone in the group is already in that space, right? but it's sharing a meal together. And, and I think people are going to be so pleasantly surprised
1: Mm.
0: at how the simplicity that, it is to just share a meal together and the conversations that yeah. ensue the relationships that start forming and here's my heart for it my heart for it is that so let's say that you have these coworkers or these this neighbor or this somebody that that needs to know about the loving kindness of Jesus and and, and that he's the hope of the world and that he's the savior not just for eternity but for now mm-hmm. like this needs to matter to us and so but they're never going to know that. But they know you, right? And it's it is hard to share our faith. It just it's tricky. It's complicated. It's scary. We we're afraid we're going to mess it up or say it wrong or scare people away in this world. About you know, it, there's just a lot of complexities to it. We're still called to do it. Yeah. But this woman knows you, and once they know you, and you've hosted them in the home and 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 given them a taste of kind women. Mm-hmm. They're going to be like, wow, because it's not normal out there right now. It's just not. Yeah. And so then the next time there's a group or there's a cultivate event, one of our um, large group gatherings where if they are near or gathering together to watch it um, online together or a series, a sermon series at Sandals that could literally change their life from now to eternity, you could say, hey, remember. Tammy and Melody that you met at that ta- that dinner, hmm. we're all going to go to this. Will you come? We're going to grab dinner before. Will you come? Yeah. And then at the event, they get to hear about the gospel mm-hmm. and their lives for every change. I mean, these are just ways for us to cultivate this vision of kindness into the lives of the women that we have
1: proximity to and it's, influence in. And it totally resonates with our vision statement because we say that cultivate is a conduit. You mm-hmm. know, that's what these kind tables are. They can be a conduit. They can be the vessel. They can be the gateway that God uses to begin a stirring in someone's heart, to begin the process of drawing someone to him. Um, And we just really don't know. I mean, we're already praying about it, but we just don't know what God can do and is going to do Mm -hmm. as women like take hold of this vision and grab it. And we host these all throughout, you know, Southern California and beyond. So tell us when these are happening so that women can start to get it on their calendars, save the date, like make sure they have that all ironed out. Well, with that in mind, we were trying to be
0: creative of how do we fit these into this next season? Um, And so the decision that I made was this, that we already have um, a date, a save the date on the calendar for September 27th. It's the last Friday in September where we were going to get together, everybody come into the campus. Mm -hmm and as i processed this and thought through it and prayed through it more i said instead of everyone coming in we're going to use this night and instead everybody be out Mm. and invite in into their homes and so hopefully the women of sandals church anyway already have that september 27th date marked on their calendar yeah i want you to keep that date because we're going to ask that everybody launch this first kind table night together on september 27th Mm -hmm. and I can't wait for this night. So we're not going to have the big event here on campus like we were. Mm -hmm. We had one at the beginning of the year, then we had Lisa Bevere out. This was gonna be the third big gathering of the year before one in December. Um, So we're gonna take advantage of the fact that we know we already have that date set. So if you don't already have that date set, we're gonna ask that you reserve Friday night, September 27th. Now, if you're like, but my group meets on Monday, Not this week, it doesn't, or maybe it does because this is a something special. Mm -hmm. It's not just your group. This is an extra something special that you take September 27th, that Friday night, and, and you put it together. You figure it out. You borrow chargers. If you don't know what those are,
1: Mel, they're like... The fake plate or placemat that goes under the plate. I don't know why, but it is beautiful. Just side note about that. Just to let everybody know where I'm really at with these things. Um, (laughs) When my sister-in-law hosted Thanksgiving two years ago, again, her table that she set for us was just like magazine worthy. And we decided to let the kids go first because, you know, get them fed, get out of the way. Um, My son got in line with his charger to put his food on. (laughs) because for him it was like these I don't are know the monster point plates. of a charger but it really is beautiful.
0: I mean it's it can we be We just really don't pretty. have them so right. he just thought these and are great have to have them. But you know, you put it together a little bit nicer than you might yeah. normally. Borrow from a friend Borrow from your mother-in-law. She probably has this kind of stuff, or your mom, or your sister, like, or you your can, bestie. Like you have you it for me. Fe- I got you covered, <laughs> Mal. Your table is covered by me. I have enough for me uh, and for you. But thank you for if your you don't kindness. know what this looks like, like get on Pinterest. Look at look at look up. Tablescapes. <laughs> Tables- Did you know that was the word? <laughs> nope. You learn- Listen, guys, I'm learning from our own podcast, okay? And just try to do something in the name of love. Like mm. that's really what this is. It's it's setting a table saying you matter. That's what's, you know, I used to plan conferences for sandals for about 10 years, women's conference, men's conference, marriage conference. And it was so interesting to me because I'm a super details person, like super detail. I won't spend a lot of time on that. I'm super detail and at the end of an event, that was the biggest feedback I got was, I don't know what it was. It mm-hmm. wasn't any one little thing, but it was a way that the table was set for me. Like, like they planned this. Like, I'm at something special. And then the, the favor, which is like a little take home gift that can maybe mean, you know, cost nothing, um, was set just there for me. Like, I'm taking a gift. It was a Hershey kiss, but it was still a gift, you know? Yeah. And- and there was an appetite, like, those details all coming together make people feel like they really matter. Mm-hmm. Yep. And that just doesn't happen a lot in our world. right? And we get an opportunity to be that in the name of God, because he has said we matter. And he, he sets that table every single day for us that we matter. Yeah, And just to do that. So we're going to ask women on that night to come together to make it a little more special to literally eat a meal together and s- sit at the table together. Now I have been asked like, well, what if I'm a college girl? or I want to do this. Or I think we had talked about some of our high school girls wanting mm-hmm. to do this together. You could be more creative. I'm not going to come around and, and hunt you down and find you. If you're at the park on, you tables, you know, blankets or right. picnic tables, but put it together. So it's a little bit more special. Mm-hmm. You know, I've been at, I've been at one of the, most elegant parties ever that was like a boho party on these fancy blankets on the grass with you know candles and lanterns and a picnic basket and it was like nicer than some dinners at my actual table we're asking you to set a table but it it can you can be creative with that yeah and so on this night my heart is that there's just literally this pulse across the world Mm. that's like in all of these locations to say Thousands of women are meeting together tonight because they believe kindness matters Mm -hmm. and it changes lives. And and we know that kindness gives us credibility to share the gospel and to be Jesus in the lives of others. It's it's gonna be awesome. I'm like getting so
1: close to the mic as I talk about this. (laughs) She's so excited. (laughs) Sorry, you guys. But here's what I love too. Um, this is a verse that we talked about, but in Hebrews 10 and 24 it says discover creative ways to encourage others and then it says doing beautiful works as expressions yep. of love this is an expression of love absolutely um we and and when you love someone enough to do something for them it usually does cost us a mm-hmm. little something um be it our time be it a little extra money be it you know shifting some things around in our family schedules to like make it make this mm-hmm. a priority but the cross was the ultimate expression of love from God to all of humankind. And anytime we get the opportunity to to give our own expressions of love to people, we're actually modeling what happened at the cross. Like it's the pinnacle of our faith. And so even though this clearly isn't dying for anyone's sins or anything like that, it's an expression of love that makes people feel seen, makes people feel heard. You know, I heard from someone this week after the message about vulnerability, and it's just, it was a great message. And the comment that someone sent, sent to me was this. I've sent this to so many people because loneliness is a real thing. Mm-hmm. And it was just this reminder. And this is someone who doesn't live in California. They live across the country. That lo- we are surrounded by women who have either been marked by unkindness or they've been left out. Mm-hmm. They've been excluded. No one brought them to mm-hmm. slushy at lunch. Right, and here's our chance to swing our doors wide open. Yep, and say there's a seat for you at my table. Yep, there's a spot for you here. Here's your name on a place card because you matter, and that can be life changing. And here's the thing: some uh, some women
0: listening might say, "Well, I'm not in a group, or I didn't get invited to one." Then have one. Yeah, have one. by the two, three, four, five, six women that you can think of, and be the inviter, because you know. How meaningful it is to get invited to something to be included, mm-hmm. be the includer. Yeah. That that's what I say to that is, you know, so I, I talk to women so often that are like, well, nobody's reaching out to me. I'm like, are you reaching out to anybody? Mm. Have you contacted somebody? Have you initiated? It swings both ways. You know, with me, we talked about it in friendships. I can no longer just do friendships where the door swings one way. Yeah, where it's me always doing it. Sometimes I want to be invited to something and not be the planner. I mm-hmm. be, you know, I'm working the one. Tam, geez, <laughs> <laughs> talk about that later. I was trying to be vague. No, I'm not call you out. But this is that opportunity, and yeah. it's an opportunity for you to say, "Hey, I'm going to know you a little bit more." And and I have said this to people so often over the years of just doing this life of ministry of there really is no greater joy mm-hmm. than when you serve someone else it's the weirdest thing it's it's a currency that that you cannot feel unless you're serving and giving of yourself in a way that loves on somebody else yeah. and so these tables are an opportunity not over not only for women to be included in the vision not only for for credibility to be made but for host to experience that joy of it doesn't mean everything's going to go perfect everyone's going to love it and again it's one night we're not asking you to commit that you're going to pull this off every friday night and mm-hmm. we're not asking the people coming to commit to and sign in blood on the dotted line that they're going to be in a group for the next 10 months there are some women that they're in a season where groups and community is hard it's community looking a little bit different mm-hmm. and then in a few months again Maybe someone else hosts it. Like we do this again. Maybe we pick a week. Maybe you do one on your own, you know, and say, hey, I'm going to have a kind table at my house. We have everything set for you. The message, the outline, mm-hmm. the agenda, the time frame, the um, invitations, everything is set on our website. So I really want you guys to, to check out the website and we'll say where that is at the end so that you can write it down or be ready for that. So be ready getting ready for that. (laughs) But it, it, it is set up. What is a kind table? Who's invited? How do you host? How do you choose your meal? How do you invite women? How to literally set the table, Mm -hmm. how we choose kind when we're doing this and then how we cultivate and then ideas on how to continue it. Like I talked about earlier of this gives you an opportunity to then later invite in yeah. in a new way so it's it's one night september 27th i just want to keep saying that um host a kind table let's do this together mm-hmm. i'm gonna host one that night i'm gonna be at one i'm gonna go over to melody's house and set one so that she has one i'm happening. gonna take
1: a picture and send it to you for your <laughs> approval
0: <laughs> um and i want to see these like i yes i cannot wait to see these happening yeah and then women who weren't at them because they didn't know and just how that is going to grow yeah. and spread. And once you see it, I think it, it can sound overwhelming at first of putting it on, but really it's simple. You guys, we can do this.
1: Yeah, we, we can do this. It's I'm I'm super excited about it too, just because I can close my eyes and see women, one, being elated that they've been invited to something, two watching our women go out and like take this courageous step mm-hmm. to serve, to host, to invite people in. Um, I just, I think there's going to be some really neat stories that come out of it. Mm-hmm. So let me tell you where the website is. It's cultivate.sc slash kind Our friend Tiff has put together a just a masterful website, answering all your questions. It's beautiful. You'll get to see, again, all these logistics that Tammy's been walking us through broken down um into easy to follow steps so that you've got everything all of your bases covered to host. Just a really beautiful night. And here's the other beautiful thing about this. Um we do have our big gathering coming up that the first Friday in December, our marketplace mm-hmm. gathering, which Summer is seven. gonna be incredible, amazing. So you do have a follow up event to invite women to. Mm-hmm. Um because maybe through the video, they'll see that we're not weird right. or weird in a good way. Maybe <laughs> how do they say that? That night's going to be so fun
0: too. I mean, it's, it's, so it's our biggest event of the year, typically with the marketplace and just an opportunity to shop from local artisans, mm-hmm. handmade goods, um, unique Christmas
1: gifts, gift to yourself. Gift we're, and we're going to do some <laughs> fun, fun stuff we've never, ever done before. That we're so uh, it, excited it about. Is,
0: it is going to be, um, we're going a new direction yep. with the programming for the night. And I'm excited about it. Me it's Melody's too. idea.
1: Yeah, it's going to be super <laughs> great. Um, so anyway, listen, this is what we want you guys to do September 27th. We want you guys to, um, to just pray uh, and see what God does and just be I open and God willing. Ask God to
0: also put on your heart. The women that could use a little kindness, yeah, could use a little community, could use a night out, mm-hmm. a mom maybe that could use a night out. Say like, hey, find a babysitter, leave it with dad or grandma or the neighbor, and and come tonight and just be a woman, yeah, just be a woman surrounded by other women in in the name, and um,
1: under the banner of kindness, yeah, and just have a night, yeah. So listen. Please follow us on social media, Facebook, Instagram. That's where you're going to find all the latest information. Um, the website again is cultivate.sc slash kind And in the next several weeks, we'll be dropping some more helpful tidbits, um, probably a hashtag where you can submit your posts and your photos. There's also some really good prizes coming.
0: Nice. Um, that's all I'm going to say about Awesome. That. But you have to be following along to be able to yeah. get those. And I, yeah. I'm excited about that.
1: Yeah. So for all those reasons, <laughs> Cultivate Women on Facebook and Instagram. And um, we're excited. I can't wait to hear about how all of this goes. It's yeah. going to be great. So mark your calendars. Look at the website for the how-to, how to have
0: a kind table. And let's do this. Yeah. It's going to be awesome.
1: Thanks, guys. We'll talk to you next time. Bye. Bye.